Hello everyone. Good morning. How is the day going? I guess since yesterday it has been an amazing moment for people out there, being that it's the world celebrated Valentine's Day where everyone gets to show love to their loved ones, marriages, um, trying to revive for bringing Ignite back the spark in it and everything. And also, the singles dating and courting are not left out of this amazing moment. Oh, and I hope some of we singles enough on it. <laughs> okay, welcome back. It's really been an amazing moment. So far, I've been seeing a whole lot of um, impact, a whole lot of... Um, and positive things from the life of some people have uh, been um, following through um, in reviving so much of the love and not a spark that comes in marriage. <laughs> yes, it's been an amazing thing. So today, I'm going to be very quick on this. Um, I wouldn't be wasting much of our time. So I want to share quickly five tips, five boosting tips. One of the five boosting tips, I won't say the all, it will say, I would say five boosting tips to help in boosting your marriage, reviving the love, reviving the relationship in your marriage, giving it that special touch and spark that will get you both still tingling along and um, getting all cuddled up in this whole beautiful feeling of love and marriage so number one okay before we go to number one you know um a successful and blissful marital life is a product of so many factors which i call it marital boosters yes knowing them is not really enough because you should not just know them alone but must also commit yourself to practice sorry i have a bit code to practice then and grow in them in your marriage so i was sharing like i said earlier on five marital boosters that will help in reviving that love again in that marriage number one tana. <laughs> maintaining a quality family prayer altar this is very important this one thing a whole lot of um couples um keep ignoring you shouldn't let, let God aside. You shouldn't even take God off your marital issue, off your marital family, off your marital affair. He is one that instead this. So he has to be there. In fact, he's the only third party you were even allowed to be in there. He's not a third party. He's even a party. He's like, well, I know how the CEO is just like a very, he's the owner. He's the founder. So he should be there. Love is first. A spiritual booster before um, it being um, physical, like, Love first is a spiritual booster before it manifests in the physical. The family that prays together always stays together because in the place of prayer, a whole lot of things will be unveiled. The Father, who is God, will step in to heal. He will step in to meditate. He will step in to amend if there is any brokenness. He will be there to go ahead of you both in making this marriage thing a more successful and happy and fulfilling one for you both because who you marry and who you stay with matters a lot because matters a lot sorry because your destiny your future depends on it so like i said number one is maintaining a quality family prayer altar which i've already started saying that love is first a spiritual booster before it manifests in the physical please um ignore my voice a bit because i have cold 
The family that prays together ha um, also stays together, definitely stays together. A good family always is a strong weapon in the hands of any couple that wants to stay together. Make inquiries. You will definitely understand this. There are so many issues in marriage that requires prayers to resolve. And most times, genuine reconciliation between couples is obtainable in the place of prayer. Never neglect prayer. When we say prayer, 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 people think we are just making mouths as Christians. No, prayer is the key thing. But prayer will not do all the work for you. Yes. After praying, also do the work. It's one thing for you to pray. It's another thing for the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom on what to implement or what to apply in that relationship when married for it to move forward. And it's another thing for you to get it rolling by doing those things that God has given you knowledge about to help your relationship and marriage to be a better one. So family altar binds the heart of the couple together as one. And always the practice of unselfishness and God's kind of love in marriage. Remember one of uh, um, the areas the enemy is fighting so much in, in life today in the world in, on earth is the marriage, is the family. He fights so much because he understands the covenant. He understands the importance of a happy marriage and the impact it will make in a society. So number two, love um, marital booster is husband. Love your wife. Mm -hmm. Bible did not say husband. Love your side chick. Rap or side chick. Leave side chick. Hello. Let side chick leave you. Love your wife as yourself. Just as Christ loved the church. All those love you are giving to all these ladies. They are not legally married to you. They are just a, a side dish. If you go to restaurants, after eating all the side dish, it's not complete until you eat the main course. The main course is the main thing. So instead of you wasting your energy on this side dish, why don't you invest your energy, your love, your all into that main cause? Build her into that woman you want her to be. She is not sexy enough. Come on. I have tips to give you. Make her the jealous of every other woman. Beautify her. Remember Esther? She was a slave girl. She was a house girl. But when she was supposed to be brought before the king, he ha she has to be dressed. She has to be adored. She has to be clothed in beautiful ornaments. Come on, make your wife appealing to you. I will say come to wives um, on things to do to revive back that spark in your husband. Because men are mostly moved toward the sea. There are ways a wife could seduce the husband, even without saying anything. The man will come running to you and would want to devour you. Yes, because you have touched that aspect of him that you did not know about. So let me continue. Men, um, does husband love your wife? The number one duty of a man in marriage is to love his wife with all he has, even as Christ loved the church. Every husband must convince his wife of his love daily by treating her with honor and understanding. Every woman needs security. Every woman needs love. 
every woman needs assurance. And in a place of security covers both the assurance and the love she needs. Because when you secure, when you make her feel secure, she feels loved. She feels treated well. She feels adored. She feels valued. But when you make her less of important, less of um, important to you and all that, you make her feel insecure. So when a woman knows that she is loved in marriage, forget it. There is nothing she cannot do willingly for you. There's no step she cannot go out of her way just to make you happy. You that is her husband. Love is beyond a confession of love. I keep telling people this. Love is not just passive. Love is more active. As you are telling somebody, I love you. You are the sugar of my tea. <laughs> like, sorry, like all the people that know how to cope up with words to mesmerize the woman's heart with some loving words. After saying those things, you also have to act on it. So love is beyond a confession of love. Act on it. It is basically seen in how you treat your wife and your actions towards her and being there for her when she needs you. That's very, 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 very much important. So this Valentine, ask your wife what she expects you to show her love in marriage. So remember, we said number one is maintaining a quality family prayer altar. Number two is um, husband, love your wife. So number three for marital booster is wives, submit to your husband in all things. There's a difference between... A woman being submissive and a woman being obedient. They are two different things. On my next um, podcast, I will discuss on being submissive and being obedient. So let's get back to what we're saying. So number three, wife submit to your husband in all things. Just as God expects the man to love his wife unconditionally and to love her in marriage, God also expects the wife to be submissive and obedient to her husband in all things. Women, you have to learn to be submissive to your husband. Submissive does, so submit, uh, submitting to him doesn't make you less of importance. No, it doesn't make you not to be the woman you want to be. No. There are principles and there are protocols to things. So forget all these things. You cannot be a man and a man cannot be you. The earlier you get that into your head, the better for you. Forget about these shenanigans going around, oh, I have to be equal. You cannot, you can't, you can't and can never be a man. You are a woman. The man is the head and you are the neck. The head cannot function without the neck's help. So that's why you are a helpmeet. To the man, not a competitor. You and your husband not supposed to compete for who is the man and all that. No, you have to submit and submitting isn't just like okay because I don't have any other option now. What do I also have to do? I just have to submit. No, that is not submission. You are just a rebel waiting for the best time to explode. Submissive means even in all things that even despite you have everything you need to make yourself feel more happier and ordered, but you should understand that you have a coverage over you. You still submit to his authority. You still respect him. You still honor him. You still treat him like a king. You still make him feel happy and blessed to have you in his life. 
The number one need of every man in marriage is to be respected by the woman he loves. Men are so egocentric. They have ego and they can flare up when that ego in them is treated. So you as a woman, that's where you come in. That is how you could be. You can be able to rob those ego of your husband. Respect him. Make him feel valued. Make him feel honored. Make him feel like a king. Your submission in marriage is a great incentive to the man to increase the level of his love and commitment for you in marriage. I repeat, your submission in marriage is a great incentive to the man to increase the level of his love and uh, commitment to you in marriage. Not allow your certificate, your wealth, power, beauty to create problems for you in marriage. Even your friends, don't allow them to create marriage for you in uh, problem for you in your marriage. Never compete for power with your husband. Abba. Never do that. And never stop reminding him that you love him. Show him that you love him. Come on. There are ways you could make him feel love. You could get him gift. You could even give him a treat. You could even give him your body. Yes, he has your body. Two of you have your body. You have his body. He has your body. There are ways you can make him crawl coming to you seeking solace seeking succor there are ways you could actually make your man feel like a baby almost 80 percent of some men you see that their women makes them like trees loves them it makes it look like as if in the eyes of society as if that those women are controlling them no but those women actually have loved that man rightly so the man therefore comes down to her like a baby like here i am consume me take me why because she has ignited that aspect of that man that can make that man move mountains just for her. Look for that aspect of your man and make him feel like a baby. Make him feel loved. Make him feel respected. I promise you this, you will never regret that. Number four, never stop making sacrifices for your spouse. This for two, the both parties, the man and the woman. One of the major attributes of genuine love is the ability to make sacrifices for the good of the other person you claim you love. Love is about you being sacrificial, going out of your way in making sure that the other person is happy. Love isn't about you again, it's about the other person. When we have this mentality of love, a relationship and marriage is about the happiness of the other person. It will help in creating and building a whole lot of things in marriages and relationships today. Because most things we see today is everybody selfish and self-centered. Love is not selfish. Love is love can go out any way to make sure that his or her partner is happy and feeling fulfilled. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God's love for the world was demonstrated by his sacrifice of his son for the redemption of the world. Between you and I, we know we can't do it. Even me, but I cannot do it. Zero, I can't. Giving up my only child for the redemption of the world. But come on, what manner of love is this? 
that he first loved us even before we get to know about him. So this is the kind of love God expects us to show to our spouses. What have you sacrificed for your spouse in your marriage? What can you sacrifice to make your partner happy, better, fulfilled as a person? Love is not selfish. Love is not all about you. Used today as an insensitive, as an incentive, sorry, to make a quality sacrifice to bring smiles on the face of your spouse. Don't allow love to die in your marriage. Keep the spark on. Keep the fire on. Okay, and number five. Try to be romantic. Aha! <laughs> this is yeah, a whole lot of um, couples don't really understand it. Okay, fine. I don't really know if um you both are the type that don't really like um calling each other pet names like um sweetheart, honey, sugar plum, honey pie, darling, sweetie, and all that. Maybe you are still in the old fashion of um calling each other. Mama and Kichi Papa. But honestly, that's that 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 that's not really too cool. Like you should be able to um but how will I put it? You should be able to uh, uh, um, be romantic in your ways and in your way uh, um, to your partner. Be romantic. I, I, I don't understand that Papa and Gechi and all that. Okay, if you could, if you, if you, if you cannot call him or her um, the sweet names, you could just like, okay, um, if for example, if the person's name happens to be, uh, um, let's say, Emmanuel, you could be like, Manny. Look for something um, peculiar, even if it's in the way, in the way has the way, you can like, Andy, aha, there's little, there's different way. You could be able to call your spouse some very beautiful romantic names. Make them feel loved. Make them feel like a sieve, like intoxicate them with love. Give it to them. And yes, be romantic. For our women, please, Stop tying wrapper around the whole house in your husband's house. And you're not going for August meeting, you know. In that you're going for cultural dance. What happens with you dressing seductively in front of your husband? Okay, even if let me say the kids are around so that you don't have to dress so um indecently around them. Fine, no problem. You could just be able to look for something nice. That's some something nice that are very decent, that looks so attractive. And when you know you're only with your husband, come on. There are seductive things you could wear. Nice gown. Not boba. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. This is you and your husband now. Not boba, nice gowns. You could even get bomb shirts. If you know that you're not cool with bomb shirts. The bomb shirt is not as if you're, you're not wearing it outside, no. It's just between you and your husband. Maybe it could be inside the room. Or the house, you could just like a bomb shirt or a short skirt, or a very nice seductive gown that only oh, sigh, he me only him looking at you. Come on, uncle will rise in his glory. I want to come and embrace you. There is a way, like make sexy hairs. If you're not a makeup type like me, I'm not really a makeup type, my makeup is once in a while. There are other ways you could use some amazing products to make your face look so beautiful, look so inviting, look so seductive. If you feel like your body 
I'm, I'm nobody shaming anybody. No, please do not get me wrong. Um, there are things, if you feel like, oh, okay, if your husband likes you chubby fat, fine. Then be very unashamedly about it. Carry it romantically around him. But if he likes you being so slim, curvy, come on, girl. You could, come on. You could be able to just go for gym or get some nice, sexy um, tummy belt or even this corset or what they call this again. Um, this sexy stuff, get it, dress seductive, seduce your husband, make nice hair. If you don't have money to fix Brazilian hair, human hair, braid your hair. If you can't braid your hair, if you don't have oil, retouch it, style it, even if it is um, a make a style. But that is how you can gloriously do that make a style, and it will look as if you're one of the misworded in the whole world. Come on, look for nice color. Nice perfumes that could seduce your husband. We have um, um sugar baby. We have um pink chiffon. We have baccarat rouge. Uh, we have um sexy woman. We have a lot of sexy perfumes. If you don't know anyone, come and meet me. Don't worry. I'll say that I sit into your life because what I want is for your marriage to blossom. Wear it. Go to your husband in his glory. Go there. Go forth before him. Even when the queen, Esther, wanted to go and present herself to the king. Even when she said, if I perish, I perish. She didn't just go there wearing her head tied to meet the king. No. She understood what the man who first of all placed his sights on, which is she. And that is how she has to, that's how she has to dress herself romantically for the king. And when the king saw her, already the favor of God is upon her. Already the favor of God is upon you as a married person. And why you now also glorify yourself, like beautify yourself with the things necessary. Hey, and your husband says to her, sets his eye on you. My sister, forget it. We will be hearing the score. <laughs> We'll be hearing this call. So be romantic. Get those things. Make him feel love. Your hair. Please, stop carrying with one for one year. He's not pregnant you are carrying now. Look for nice and wash your hair. Smell nice. See, neatness is one of the best things. Smell nice. Dress so beautiful. Meet your husband in his... Oh, Jesus. Okay, let me give you one tip. You see, early morning, maybe before he goes to work, Give him an early morning romance or sex. Yes. Oh, that thing does a wonder. It does magic to the man's system. Like it activates it like, hey, it raises it. It brings out the lion, the king in him and make him prosperous and more glorious on that day. Even if he's only not in the night, even before, oh, be so romantic to him in your care. In your words, in your action, in your dressing, in your enticement to him, be romantic. And let's go to our men. Uncle, <laughs> you've been wearing that bossa so for three months, so you don't get who. Maybe try change, I'm sure. <laughs> Women also like it when their men dresses very neat. Shave, shave your best. Not all this embonbon uh, and sharp feeling. Shave your best. Get a good color. Dress. Change your bosses. You wear a good um, uh, um singlet or even a polo to bed. 
let your bed let your bed be like a, a place of a place of fun a place of fire ignition and when you want to meet your wife aside from you gifting her gift and being caring romantic and supportive and all that seduce your wife is your right mm. is your right so seduce seduce her is your right what can you do i'll let you know what you could do especially when you want to have sex with your wife do not just like oh <laughs> okay oh um, baby, um, baby, yo, I uh, open leg, let me enter. Uncle, that is not the rivers of Babylon. The river of Babylon you want, you want to pass through or the rest you want to pass through. No. There is how you could romantically set your woman on fire. Come on. The only thing that will leave her mouth, you'll be like, oh, God, set my heart on fire. It will no longer be God again. She wouldn't, she wouldn't be calling your name. Set me on fire. And even when you have ignited her in that aspect, so gently, do not rush it. Gently put her in the mood. Please, this is for couples, legally married couples. If you are saying go and you try this thing, I will pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will get pregnant and you can never abort it in the name of Jesus. This is for couples, married couples, not for singles. Please, it is not for singles. So you're not going to be practicing. It is only meant for couples. So like I was saying, be romantic to her. Seduce even when she's begging you to please make love to her. Still do not rush. Take your time. Glorify her. Ha! That is how you will be able to make a woman. Like, 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 I, I don't really know how to explain this. Make her feel valued. And at the end, before you will now make love to her. And when you both finish satisfying each other, please, it's not a time for you, this one, to rush up. Or, oh, let me check my phone. Let me, no, that is even the time. Cordo. Hold each other. Give each other peg. Assure each other words. Give each other words of affirmation at that moment. So that is number five. And then, finally, don't allow love to die in your marriage. Love is like fire. You need to keep the fire alive by what you deposit into the fire to make it a flame. Every day is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to invest into the love in your marriage, not just Valentine's Day. My prayer is this, that God will restore back love, understanding, peace, joy, happiness, and oneness in your marriage again. In Jesus' mighty name. Never forget that forgiveness is also one of marital boosters in marriage. No matter the errors and mistakes of your spouse, please forgive. True love forgives and do not hold back um, angers and everything. Have a blessed day. And yes, I love you all. It's still your girl, Freshly. Had to have moment with precious Daniel. And yes, get ready for our first online couples and single show coming by the end of this month. And it's going to be amazing because you're going to have amazing speakers in the house. So see you then. Bye and take care. I love you. God bless you.